Countries for Kids. Hello, and welcome to Countries for Kids, a podcast where we get to explore the world and its cultures. With you, my name is Elijah, and I'm here with my mom. Are you ready for an adventure? I sure am, Elijah. What country are we talking about this week? Germany! That's right. And Germany is interesting to us because I am half German, which makes you a quarter German. And I'm also super interested in World War I and World War II history, especially the aircraft and naval vessels. Germany was involved in both those wars. Before we get into the darker side of German history, let's give everyone a little background on Germany and German culture. I just looked it up and... Germany only became a country in 1990. Weren't you alive in 1990? Hey, Mr. Seven-Year-Old, that wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Yes, I do remember that. For a long time, Germany was split into two halves, East Germany and West Germany. And each side thought a country should be run differently from the other side. In fact, they built a big wall in the middle of the capital city just to emphasize how much each disagreed with the other side. Eventually, the citizens decided that they didn't like how the leaders were handling things, and they took the wall down themselves. So now, Germany is one country again. There have been people in Germany for at least 600,000 years. The oldest Neanderthal was found there. And it was a loose confederation of tribes for a long time. Eventually, they coalesced into what you might have heard of as Prussia, and then, after Napoleon was defeated, it finally became what we know of as Germany. Elijah, can you tell our friends where Germany is? Germany is on the continent of Europe, about the 50th degree latitude, which makes it as close to the North Pole as Canada. So what does that mean? It snows there. In fact, the Bavarian Alps are known for amazing skiing and other random snow-related fact, the first known Christmas tree was set up in Germany. That's because the pagan religions at the time did not like the new religion of Christianity. So the Christians adopted many pagan holiday traditions in their own celebrations so as not to stand out and get in trouble for practicing their own religions. Evergreens are one part of pagan winter solstice traditions. Germany was the seventh largest country in Europe as far as land size, but the most people, 83.1 million people, that is crazy. Most people speak German, of course, but also at least one other language, and almost 30% can speak two others. And there are many dialects and minority languages, too, reflecting Germany's past as a confederation of smaller states or tribes. That's so cool. That also explains... The regional differences in cooking, like bread. Germans love bread because rye grows better in the north and wheat grows better in the south. There's a huge variety of bread recipes. They're either all rye, all wheat, or some combination of both. The Germans love bread so much, there are over 300 official types of bread. They even have a bread museum that talks about the history and importance of bread in the region. Bread was so important to daily life that bakers were elevated in status through guilds and regulations. That their skill and expertise was recognized by the government meant that a baker could make more money for their family. Since you made some yourself the other day, can you talk about German bread making? I made a bread which is called Bauernwort. It's a part rye, part wheat flour. The day before I made it, I 
added some yeast and sugar to a mix of flour and let it ferment for a whole day. The next day I made I made the bread using the starter. It smelled weird, but my mom said that's why it's called sourdough. Sourdough is how all bread was made before the invention of store-bought yeast. Closely related to bread is beer, and the Germans love their beer. The beer and bread are basically the same thing. They're made of grain, water, and yeast, but one is watery Yeah, and in some parts of Germany, in fact, beer is considered a food. The Germans have many beer festivals between March and October. The one in October is held in Munich, and it's called Oktoberfest. In Germany, you're allowed to drink in public, but no one throws their beer bottles in the trash. They always bring them back to the pub for their deposit or set them next to the trash so someone else can get the deposit. They also mix their beer with other things like sparkling water and juice. You haven't had beer, but what else have you had to eat that's German? We made Wiener Schnitzel. It's a pork pounded really thin and breaded. We also had Munster cheese. My dad also likes to make bratwurst, which is yummy, yummy. (laughs) And hamburgers were invented in Hamburg, Germany. And you also love sauerkraut. It was actually invented in China, but it's one of the national dishes of Germany. Sauerkraut is important for maritime history because it allowed crews of ships to avoid scurvy on long voyages. Scurvy is caused by a lack of vitamin C, which is found in fruits and vegetables. Speaking of inventions, why don't you tell us about some cool German inventions? The Germans invented so many things. The oldest musical instrument ever made was found there. It was a flute. It was, and it was 42,000 years old. That is so crazy. The printing press was also invented by a German man called Johann Gutenberg. And since then, paraffin wax, pocket watches, calculators, TVs, the Walkman, and LCDs were all invented there. They also invented fans when they couldn't get coke during World War II. That sure is resourceful. One other unique thing about Germany is the Autobahn. It's a freeway with no speed limits. You just go fast or slow, as you are comfortable. And despite that, it has a very low crash rate. Unbelievable. Another cool thing about Germany is the prison system. There was no punishment for trying to escape. They will view as a natural human instinct. That's right. And they also have a graduated system leading up to release with lower and lower security until the final stage where they can come and go as they please, supported by social workers and therapists, so they have the best chance of reintegrating into society. Germans today are known for being smart with their money. Yes, unfortunately that came out of necessity. They had a bit of a rocky history in the beginning of the 20th century. Yes, they got involved in World War I and took land from other countries. When they lost, they were forced to make payments to the people they had harmed. Yeah, and then the Great Recession hit right when they were already struggling to pay back their reparations. Then this insane guy named Hitler managed to get into power by promising people they didn't have to be losers anymore. So he started the Nazi party, whose goal was to make white people rule the world. And Hitler started invading other countries and doing terrible things to whole groups of people he didn't like, 
The rest of the world eventually got involved in what became known as World War II. The Nazis were eventually defeated, and Germany has since restored itself as a society. Germans are now well known for their austerity and being good with their finances as a response to all the trauma of the world wars. And shortly after World War II, they made it illegal to do the Nazi salute or to display any Nazi symbols like the swastika. Germany is a national socialist country. Taxes are higher, but they take good care of their citizens. In fact, college is free for international students. Another cool thing about Germany is that one-third of the power grid is supplied by renewable energy. That is so cool. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Please join us next time as we learn about Ecuador. Countries for kids.